Kyler Murray's deal didn't just reshape everything with the Cardinals. It's reshaping everything we're talking about with the quarterbacks that are about to get paid, including Lamar Jackson. We're going to talk about his his new deal with the Cardinals, what it sets up for the NFC West, and what it sets up for the rest of the league. Here on the Lockdown NFL Podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter. Here with my friend and co-host, your boy Q. Let's get into it. You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we're back here on the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm Chris Carter. He's your boy Q, and we're getting you through the weekend. As always, you can find the show on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and YouTube. Watch this video on YouTube. Like the video if you enjoyed it. Subscribe to our YouTube channel to get all of the daily Locked On NFL episodes, as well as all the extra content. We have a ton of content on this on this channel, so do check it out at all times. Q, how you doing, man? Man, I'm good, man. The Raiders reported the training camp this week. You know, I actually was out there on the field on uh, on Thursday, so I uh, got to see some football activities. Now, there's no pads popping or anything, but it's official that, you know, football's back, right? I mean, there's actual football activities going on, so it's a lot of fun, man, and all these other training camps around the league are about to get ramped up as well. So, uh, yeah, we made it. We survived an offseason. Here we go. Uh, yeah, it's totally it's it's very exciting. Uh, it's great that you got the Steelers report to camp next Tuesday, so it's that quickly for a turnaround over, over here as well. Um, I think it's very exciting. Cute. How hot is it over there for you? When you um, out there right now? It was it was pretty stinking hot, but you know they practice really early in the morning. <laughs> but you know the one good thing about it, it's a dry heat. It's not humid, so that's okay. You know, I spent so much time in Texas that humidity was a was a bear to say the least. So uh, I can actually deal with it pretty well. But it does get get pretty stinking hot at, at certain moments. So uh, you know, stay hydrated is what Denzel Perryman always tells us when he meets with the media. He says stay hydrated. So that's great words of advice right there. I hope you're staying hydrated. Yes. We're talking about heat. There's going to be a lot of heat in Arizona because Kyler Murray. It's been signed to the biggest deal that we've seen for a quarterback, for an NFL player. He got a five-year, $230.5 million extension. It's the highest rate for a quarterback. And now everyone's talking about, whoa, was this the right move? We'll get into how it impacts other players for a sec. But let's talk about Kyler Murray because you and I have talked about him yeah. over the over the season. You know, he the the Cardinals haven't haven't done anything yet. You know, there's been really times where he's done amazing things. He's he's great on the stat sheet, but was this a move that they should have committed to at this at this stage with that much money when Kyler Murray so far looks like a guy like they still need to build a lot around it. If you're paying a quarterback that much money, sounds like it's going to be hard to sign other big name players that are going to stick around there for a long time. Well, you know, Chris, unfortunately, that's the nature of the beast now, right? I mean, that's just what it, it is. is. You can shout out to Cleveland. Thanks, Cleveland. <laughs> you know, I mean, the wide receivers, everyone's thanking Jacksonville for what they did to the market. As far mm -hmm. as the quarterback goes, thanks to Cleveland. So uh, I don't think that he's worth that money. Let's just say that in air quotes. But at the same time, he's worth the money because, well, that's the going rate at this point. And so uh, where you look at it and think that it's, it's ridiculous money for a guy that uh, him and that team has tailed off towards the end of the season. And, oh, by the way, coming off a terrible playoff loss, right? I mean, the last time we saw him on the yep. field, it was a terrible terrible game, terrible performance. What I don't like about this whole situation, Chris, and you know me, I've always been an advocate for players to get their money. What I don't like is the way that it all shook out. I don't like the way yeah. that after we saw the playoff loss and all of a sudden we see his agent come out with basically a ransom letter and basically trying to hold them, the team hostage, like, hey, you need to pay this guy and pay him now. 
coming off a terrible loss, and then he goes and scrubs his social media. I think that's so childish. But ultimately, he ends up getting what he wants. So it's almost like, hey, by the way, if you pout and you throw a fit and you go and give a ransom letter, at some point you'll get what you want. So I don't like the way that it all shook out, but it is what it is. It's 2022. That's how these guys are doing it. The kids are doing it, I can say. And it's just, it, it is what it is. So he's gotten paid. Now he's got to see, uh, got to see the results. No, I agree there. And and that's that's something that, that you and I talked about before. We did a whole segment where Q ranted just about people that are just petty on Twitter and they're just doing the things. They're not just going on saying, hey, I'm negotiating for a contract. You know, I, 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 I want to play hardball and get my money. They're, they're going out there unfollowing the team right. on Instagram. They're so doing silly. things like that. And Kyler Murray did all of that to the T. He, he, he did this. It was clear. Hey, like, you know, I might not be around. And they ended up paying him, not just paying him, but paying him huge money. And this is one of those things that I, I think that organizations like the Cardinals, who, who historically struggle, you know, at, at, at having any sort of success or any sort of consistency, I, I think this is part of the problem that plagues them is when they – uh, you know, when, when, and again, I'm with you. I want players to get their money. I want players to get their bread. But as an organization, you need to find ways to cut this off before this type of stuff happens. Because now you've set the precedent. Now, uh, who's to stop your next superstar right. player to, to, like, that comes through to say, oh, you know what? I deserve all the money. And you know what? I'm just going to pout and, and, and whine and do all these things and not come in. And then what's say is it's a position where you might not have all the money to do that right away. And you need to negotiate. You need to bring this person to the table, but they won't come to the table. Why? Because they saw what you did for Kyler Murray. And they're like, you know what? I should get that kind of treatment too. Uh, I, I think there's a lot of teams that they avoid those type of situations. Uh, and, and like, you know, like the Patriots, the Steelers, there's, there, there's certain teams that just, they're like, you know what? We'll deal with holdouts. We'll deal with, with certain things. Right. But what we're not going to do is do this long drag out process and then pay pay you all, all this money. Um, you know, like like for example, TJ Watt last year, he did a hold in. He showed up to every single practice right. and the Steelers were clear. They were perfectly fine. What does he need to actually like hit for right now? We need him fresh for the season. So he just sat aside, did his workouts, was always with the team. And then when they signed him, it was good to go. Kyler Murray, completely different story. Yeah, exactly. And look, again, I think he's a hell of a player uh, compared to where the Cardinals were before they got him with Josh Rosen. And we'll talk about that at some point in the show. But, you know, there's a reason why they went and drafted him number one overall, right? He's a hell of a talent. And again, he's given that Cardinals organization an opportunity, a chance. He's he's put he's actually put some, uh, you know, some real life into their veins. You know, he's pumped it into their veins just with his ability. Look, he was a winner going back to high school when he was at Allen High School in, in Texas. I mean, that dude is a winner. He's just got to go ahead and show it now on the NFL level. Now there's no excuses, right? You can't say, well, he's playing on a rookie deal. He's thinking about his contract. Now you got the money. Now the expectations rise, right? I mean, the more money you make, the brighter the lights become, the louder the noise becomes, and the expectations and the, the reality is that you have to win. You have to win immediately or else there's going to be a lot of chatter about it. So, uh, We'll see what he does. I think that, you know, him, his head coach, Cliff Kingsbury, and even the GM, they got a lot of pressure on their on their plates right now because they've all been paid this offseason, right? They've all been taken care of. Now they've got to go and show show what they're worth, show why they've all been paid. So now, now the pressure's on to get it done. No more excuses. And I'll say this as a side note. You mentioned that, that uh, you know, the way that they kind of allowed that, that to play out in the media, play out on social media and all that other stuff. DeAndre Hopkins is a guy that loves to get a, a, a contract extension. There's a reason why the Houston Texans uh, were willing to move on from him for multiple reasons, but one reason was he's always asking for new money. 
I would not be shocked, even though he has a six-game suspension to start the season, I would not be shocked if at some point during the season he starts talking about he'd like a, a, a contract extension because now he's not getting paid like a top-five wide receiver in the league because so many guys got paid this offseason. Just a side note, I wouldn't be shocked to see that. Q, the Cardinals finished 11-6 and six last year, yep. second in the division behind the eventual Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams, ahead of, though, the San Francisco 49ers uh, at 10-7. At and seven. Where are the Cardinals finished this year with 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 Kyler signed and now we know that he's definitely playing? Are they second? Are they third? Are they first? I think everyone could kind of pencil in the Seahawks as dead last. Yeah, I got the Seahawks as dead last. Um, I think it's going to be a competition, a healthy competition between the Cardinals and the 49ers, depending on what goes on with Trey Lance at that quarterback position. I think that's really the wild card. If Trey Lance is everything that they think he's going to be, I could totally see San Francisco coming in second. If he's not, I can totally see them coming in third or even fourth if the ball bounces the wrong way a couple times. So I think the Rams are clear-cut, still the favorites in that division, uh, and the Cardinals have a lot of work to do. If they didn't tail off so much towards the second half of the season, I would have a little bit more faith in them. But until they prove that they can sustain their success that they have early on in the season, later in the season, then we'll see. The one, I guess the one good note for, for the Cardinals is that DeAndre Hopkins has that six-game suspension, so at least he'll be healthy towards the end of the season. <laughs> I mean, you know... Uh, I guess that's a silver lining. It's not really a positive, positive, but if you're looking for a silver lining, I guess that's what it is. I guess it would be what it is, um, but it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. It's also interesting that, you, that the Rams, you're just slating them number one. They just got it no matter what. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Do they still have Aaron Donald? They do. Okay. <laughs> that's all you need. That's all, that's all need. you need. You don't care about Joey Bosa. You nope. don't care about J.J. Watt and Kyler Murray. You, you just, you just want to – is Aaron Donald there? Yeah. I, I feel you. Okay, okay, no problem there, H2P and all that. Anyways, look, we, we want to talk about how this not just impacts the AFC West, but how it impacts the quarterback market right now, especially with guys that are about to get paid. We'll talk about that in just a second. But first, we got to talk to you guys about Built Bar, not just Built Bar, but their new coconut brownie chunk flavor they have it in built bars and built puffs now as you know built bars the classic built bar covered in 100 real chocolate it's chewy in the middle you get the you get the amazing flavor with it it's awesome low low in calories low in sugar but high in protein but you can also get the built puffs and it comes in the coconut brownie chunk flavor as well you get it it's the same 100 real chocolate on the outside but it's more of a marshmallow filling on the inside with kicking with all the flavor that that you get when you order your favorite flavor of built bars and this coconut brownie chunk bar flavor it is on fire right now it's it's going it's going off their shelves all the time so go to built.com right now so that you don't miss out because they do run out of their top flavors really quickly and this is delicious coconut rich sweet brownie with creamy marshmallow stop fantasizing go to built.com right now and get it and when you do get it be sure to use that promo code locked 15 that's l-o-c-k-e-d-1-5 locked 15 and you'll get 15% off your next order when you visit built.com Here on the Locked On NFL Podcast, it's the Friday edition with Chris Carter and your boy Q. Q, let's talk about how this impacts the quarterback market with Kyler Murray's new contract, of course. Now, we've already seen some game-changer type of contracts as it comes to like new new news of, right. uh, of, of, of how things are set. First it, was, first, it was Aaron Rodgers, even though his was more of like a, a, a shorter-term deal. Uh, for the next like three or four years, he's getting paid roughly an average of fifty point two million dollars in salary by the pack by, by the Packers. But there's also Deshaun Watson 
He's getting paid an average of $46 million a year uh, with that $230 million fully guaranteed contract with the Cleveland Browns. And you were talking about earlier, that kind of set the pace yeah. for what Kyler Murray's looking at here. Kyler Murray is a guy whose average is above that $46 million range. It's not it's not the $50 million range that, that, that Aaron Rodgers is at, but... This is a new day when it comes to how quarterbacks are paid. And now you got other guys, especially Lamar Jackson coming down the line. And he's been clear he wants to get paid. You know, he's been negotiating himself, uh, you know, but he's been showing up the team stuff. So it's not like he's holding out. Where do you see this ending with Lamar Jackson? Does he get Kyler Murray money or is there a problem here and he has to go somewhere else? No, I mean, he has to get Kyler Murray money. Matter of fact, honestly, if I'm Lamar Jackson, I have to get Deshaun Watson money. I want more, I want more than Kyler Murray money if, right, I, if exactly. I'm Lamar Jackson. Look, check my resume. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all I got to say. Check my resume. You know, regardless of what you think about me, regardless. And, and look, let's make no mistake about it. Baltimore's offense is built around Lamar Jackson. Not just anyone yeah, can run that entirely, offense. Entirely. Right? Entirely. Exactly. They created this where they said, okay, this is what we're going to do. So, you know, there's even times where I've criticized Lamar Jackson, but at the same time, you got to realize that the offense is built 100% around him for his absolute skill set, and he does it well. That's why he's an MVP or a former MVP. And that's the thing about it. He's got those three letters on his resume that Deshaun Watson does not, that Kyler Murray does not. They don't have a former MVP on their on their resume at all, and they're getting the bag. So if I'm Lamar Jackson and I see what Deshaun Watson got, I see what Kyler Murray got, I'm saying, hey, look, the, the floor – the floor for my negotiations is what you're looking at with Deshaun Watson. I need at least $230 million guaranteed. Kyler Murray got $160 million guaranteed, which is good coin. Don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, all of us would do backflips up and down the street if someone wanted to give us some kind of money like that, right? But in the reality of, of the world of the NFL and these guys that are high-priced quarterbacks, they can demand more, you know? And so that's Lamar he Jackson, can. and he should. Lamar Jackson is squeaky clean off the field. There's been no issues whatsoever. Uh, you know, he's a great ambassador for that team. Uh, the, the, his teammates love him. Even Hollywood Brown, who was traded and went to Arizona, he, he loves him. He's, that's one of his favorite players. But for what he wanted and for what, you know, he's trying to accomplish, which is get the bag as well, that the way that that team is set up and the way that they conduct business offensively, that's not going to give him big numbers, which is not going to translate into big money for him. So he needed to be somewhere else where they have an offense that's more set to throw the ball around the yard and let these wide receivers go out there and make a bunch of big plays and, and get their yards and, and, you know, get their stats so they can get the bag eventually. So uh, Lamar Jackson, if I'm him, I'm saying, hey, look at what Deshaun's doing. Look at his contract. Look at Kyler Murray's. I need more. And, and it's just simple as that. The next man up, oh, by the way, I'm a former MVP. Go ahead and sign the check. I'll, I'll wait. I think it's interesting when you look at their stats and how it doesn't always show the picture because if you look at their, their average per game stats right now, Deshaun Watson averages 269 passing yards a game. Kyler Murray, 249 passing yards a game. Lamar Jackson, 171. He's almost he's almost a full 100 yards less passing per game than Deshaun Watson, but he almost doubles them in rushing yards per game. And as far as touchdowns, also Deshaun Watson, 1.9 a game. Kyler Murray, 1.5 a game. Uh, Lamar Jackson, 1.4 a game in passing touchdowns. It's you you look at that and you, you you might think oh well yeah those guys maybe they 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 are you're better and and I'm not saying that that just Lamar Jackson is definitively better than both of these guys all the you know all the way around but I am saying that it's not clear when you look at that kind of stuff at how much Lamar Jackson carries 
the Baltimore Ravens offense. Right. And I'm not so sure that Kyler Murray carries the Cardinals like that. I'm not so sure that he that he's that he's come up in in enough of those situations, especially like you said, late in the season, to push them through and get them to where they need they need to be. And that's where I think Lamar Jackson would have a strong case. If and if I'm also I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm go, I'm sitting at the table. I'm like, hey, bring John Harbaugh in here because I <laughs> saved his career here. If, if 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 I didn't show up and I didn't play the way I did back in my rookie season, he would have been gone. Everyone knew it. It was it was well talked about that he was not he was he was not long for Baltimore anymore. So. If I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm like, look, build this thing around me, get yeah. me better off linemen, get me better receivers. Let this, let us have the number one offense in the NFL again. Let's let's do this, but let me let us do it with me not carrying everybody, with me leading the team. Not, you know, but carrying. just hey, I, I always say, let a gazelle be a gazelle, man. If that's what he's gonna be, if that's who he's gonna be, the guy that that he is, where he runs around the yard a lot and and everything is based on the run game and, and comes off of the run game. If if nobody can stop it, so be it. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, the, I'm not saying change that. Right. I'm not saying change that at all. Right. It's just, I mean, that's that's just that's just who they are. And if they're winning games like that and they're feeling comfortable, so be it. If they have to switch it up, then you're right. Hey, go do what you got to do. But I mean, Lamar Jackson, no doubt about it, has proven. Even though everyone thought, not everyone, a lot of folks thought he should be a wide receiver coming into the into the National Football League. He's proven he's not a wide receiver. He's a franchise quarterback, a former MVP, and he needs to get paid for it and, and get paid in a major way. My only concern, and I've said this multiple times, is the fact that him and his mom are, are taking care of all the, you know, all, all the business side of things, you know. And so I always get, you know, a little nervous because I know teams will try to get a little funny style, and I hope that he doesn't, you know, make a take a misguided step. Let's put it like that like I'm rooting for him to get everything and handle it and make it as smooth as possible but right now when training camp is about to get started the agent would be in the office uh talking with with uh you know the the front office they'd be they'd be sitting down in the negotiating table working with each other right now Lamar is gonna have to walk in there and sit down at the table and be the guy Good negotiating point. when he should be out on the field working trying to get that team where it needs to be start to build for a 2022 roster and a 2022 potential playoff run that's a very good point. That's why you get agents, so you don't got to worry about that. All you got to worry about is playing. Right. And I, I guarantee you, because and this isn't to the fault of Lamar. Hey, you want to you want to control your destiny. Yeah. You don't want to get jobbed over. You want to make sure that you're getting getting yourself. I, I get that. But man, you're putting a target on your back because as right. soon as Lamar Jackson throws an interception, they'll be like, "Oh, that's because he was too busy trying to negotiate right. deals and contracts. Yep. He wasn't focusing on football and stuff like that." You know that kind of criticism is coming, and even if it's even if it's especially not fair, it's not warranted. <laughs> especially for him. I mean, yeah. I watched people say that he was at fault for the Titans' playoff loss a few years ago when he like had like 500 yards of offense. And right. he took two interceptions, both of which bounced right off of Mark Andrews' hands. So it's just like, come on, man. <laughs> like, like what, what are we doing? So he already catches that kind of heat. But that's where I'd be like, man, like, I get it that you want to be in control of that. But there's got to be an agent out there, someone that, that you can trust that could get this job done for you. And he, and, and in my opinion, Lamar Jackson will get paid. It'll be interesting to see where he falls on, on on this, especially like when you start looking at average per year and how much guaranteed money he will get. Because that's another factor in this. 
with his running around, one of the things that's always said, and trust yep. me, especially it's always said in Pittsburgh, but as, oh, you never know when Lamar Jackson's going to get hurt. He's, right. gonna, he's running around all the time, and he's going to get hit. How much might that impact his guaranteed money? Because, you know, you look at Lamar Jackson, you say, Lamar, we can't guarantee you all this money because the way that you play, you might get taken. Is that an argument that Baltimore uses all of that factors into how I think Lamar Jackson could shape the market moving forward on quarterbacks? Right. I mean, it could be a factor, but the one thing I give Lamar Jackson a lot of credit, he doesn't take big hits. I mean, he really doesn't. He, he really he protects us. That's the thing. Yeah. I, I've said this for years. This guy gets down. Yep. He gets out of bounds. Yep. He's too fast for people to get a real big hit on him. Right. He is great at protect. He's not like RG3. And RG3 used to throw his body into everybody. Yeah. And he used to take big hits. Lamar doesn't do no. that. He has this down to almost a science. So you're absolutely right. But despite him putting up, what, four or five years of tape of doing that, right. there's this still this conception out here that he has to that he's going to get hurt any day now. Exactly, exactly. It's just, it's out there, and, and when you're, you're a runner like that, it's going to be out there, right? It's going to just be another factor into, well, this might happen. You know what I mean? It's like it's like insurance, right? I mean, if you're driving around and and they think that you, uh, you have reckless tendencies, then they're going to dock you for it. They're going to make you pay more on your insurance. That's how we put it into layman's terms. They think they, if you think they're reckless, or they think you're reckless like Chris Carter, they're gonna make you pay more how am i reckless i don't know i just threw it out there i i drove you when you came to pittsburgh and i was not reckless of one one second of those driving did you what do you mean did i i definitely i drove you to my house i don't remember that wow wow the things you do for people you think are your friends i definitely had a rental car so i don't know what you're talking about Drove you because know, I got you to meet meet up at meet up at, at Will Penta. You know what? We're discussing this off camera. He's gonna he's gonna lie about your friend on on the show. That's ridiculous. You know what? We're going to a break because Q wants to tell lies about his friends and stuff. Anyways, places where you don't get lies are BetOnline.net because they're gonna give you all the truth about all the betting stats and sports information that you that, that you can find out there. If you need to put money down on Major League Baseball, it's back in full swing after the All Star break. Get in on it because they're gonna tell you all the truths about the things that you can ways that you can make money while you bet on baseball as you wait for football to get back into full swing. So go to betonline.net right now and you'll find out all the information that is not a lie about about how to bet, bet money and make money while you're while you're betting on baseball so check out betonline.net where they have all the trends all the odds all the ends for you to make money and then you can find out on your laptop your desktop your mobile device anywhere where you find their trends in the action at bet online where the game starts Back here on the Locked On NFL Podcast, it's the Friday edition where Chris Carter and I don't know this man anymore. He just straight up tells lies. I'm not even giving <laughs> you your name. I'm like, don't let me see your government name on the show. I've done that a couple times when you've, when you've crossed the line, sir. <laughs> but uh, we got we to gotta take a step back a second because I want to look back at another quarterback who just signed a deal. And it's not anywhere near Kyler Murray's deal, but it's just an interesting signing. Josh Rosen goes to the Browns on a one-year deal. Yeah. Now, uh, Mary Cabot. Uh, had talked about uh, you know that this they, they wanted to bring four arms to training camp, and that of course Sean Watson, Jacoby Brissett, Josh Dobbs, and now Josh Rosen. But it's interesting to me to see just Josh Rosen is one of those guys. He, you know, he was a he was a first round pick. He was highly touted. Everyone was talking about, oh, this guy's so smart. He's an a venture capitalist and all this stuff. And then he was never really got got on with the Cardinals, and he hasn't gotten on any, anywhere else. But 
I think it brings a look into the Cleveland Browns. Is this simply just getting a fourth quarterback arm into camp? Or is this, you know what? We have no idea how this is going to play out with Deshaun Watson. We should just have as many people that were, you know, higher picks as possible because we don't know how this is going to play out and that we could be stranded without a quarterback if Jacoby Brissett gets hurt and Deshaun Watson suspended. You know, I think there's so many different layers to this conversation and especially when it pertains to Josh Rosen because, I mean, well, one, we started off talking about Kyler Murray and Kyler Murray replaced Josh Rosen in Arizona, sent Josh Rosen on to Miami uh, and then he just has been all over the place and he hasn't really ever got started. Again, like you mentioned, he was a very high draft pick top 10 said he was going to make every team that passed on him pay including the Cleveland Browns who picked uh, Baker Mayfield number one overall he's no longer there now it comes full circle and they're in Cleveland right I mean it's all one big like wild weave or you know big web that everyone weaved it's just it's 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 unbelievable really it's the uh, circle of life yeah exactly the circle of life to where he's at now um, I think for the Cleveland Browns though and Josh Rosen it's just you got to have as much competition as possible right I mean because we all expect Deshaun Watson any day now, if not today, to, you know, find out about his suspension. And then I expect a bunch of appeals to happen. Like, I, I don't know how long it's going to drag out, but I feel like it's going to drag out for right. a while, right? So with that being said, you have Jacoby Brissett, Josh Dobbs, and now you have Josh Rosen. None of those are guys that I'm like, yes, I want to go to bat for with those guys. But you have to have as many guys in there as possible. You got to have as many guys in there that you can see maybe they can carry the team for a game or two. Maybe we have to do like Miami did. Remember when they used to have the pinch hitter? It's like uh, they had yep. – who would they have? Uh, Tua go in the game first, and then all of a sudden uh, mm -hmm. Ryan Fitzpatrick would come in and save the day. It's like a, a, a pinch – a pinch – or a pinch uh, – pitch. A relief pitcher. That's what I was trying to say. Jesus. Yeah, I was. I was like, "Where are you going with this pitcher?" I love baseball, thing, but I couldn't think of what I was trying to say. Oh no, yeah, relief you love pitcher. Baseball. <laughs> Shows my baseball knowledge, right? My bad. But once again, a liar on caught on camera. Hey man, I do love baseball. You know that. <laughs> Even those Pittsburgh Pirates out there, you know they stink. They got a nice no, young no, rookie, right. or yeah, they got right. a nice young rookie at shortstop. So there's that. Anyway, it's so bad. Anyways, go ahead before side, you make side you conversation. <laughs> So, yeah, I just – it's going to be interesting, man, but uh, they, they need as many arms in, in there as possible just to see who's what and what they can get out of the guys because, again, uh, I think Deshaun Watson, we're going to find out about that sooner rather than later, and, and then all bets are off. You know, Cleveland, I don't think that they have a very good chance this year. Uh, everything that they're doing is really going to be based on 2023. So maybe Josh Rosen gets a little bit of shine. Maybe he gets someone's attention, and he can try to revitalize his career. I doubt it. I think at this point, if he had a little something-something – they would have already known that, kind of like Mitchell Trubisky is doing in Pittsburgh right now, trying to get a, another opportunity. Who knows? He was a first-round bust. Josh Rosen has been a first-round bust. Maybe he can get something going. I, I, I don't know, but uh, there you go. I mean, the circle of life is, is exactly that. Uh, once he was looking at Cleveland and talking bad about him because they took Baker Mayfield, now he's in Cleveland fighting for a job. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You see what happens? Sometimes you, you shouldn't be talking all that stuff, uh, especially when you ain't proven. Now, I, I think it's interesting, though, because Mitch Trubisky has been signed quickly in free agency the two times that he's been out here with the Bills and the Steelers. Josh Rosen, though, we're talking. he just got signed. It's July. Teams are reporting now for training camp. Like, that's a really tough position. Like, Mitch Trubisky's coming into Steelers training camp next week, and – He'll have he 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 had OTAs. He had mini camp. He's worked with the team. He's gotten they, they got to know this guy. Cam Hayward's talking positively about him. Najee Harris is talking positively about him. 
Ain't nobody on the Browns are like, oh, yeah, I know Josh Rosen. Yeah, he's he's that guy. He's going to lead us to victory. There ain't no talk about that kind of stuff. I, I think it's interesting that, that the Browns brought him in. But like you said, I think they're in a really rough spot right now. Even if Deshaun Watson only gets two to eight games, like the one report said he might, I, I still see this as like whenever he does get back. Yeah. There's a cloud hovering over this team, over this organization. And every every time every time they 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 win, we if they win with Deshaun Watson, it's gonna it's gonna be well, should he be playing? <laughs> all those accusations were out there, and they're not all settled yet. Right. And, and the ones that he did settle on, he said he would never settle, and then he settled, and that's gonna be there. And if they lose, it's gonna be like, well, they're paying two hundred thirty million dollars <laughs> for that guy. Right. And I just I think the, the the Cleveland Browns have painted themselves into a corner where it's a lose yeah. lose situation. Um, unless they just keep winning. They're the I, villains. I just don't think right? they will. They they're are. the villains. They are. Yeah. Regardless, I mean, that's just who they are. They're always going to be the villains now. And I think that as long as they're winning, they don't have a problem with that. But the minute that they're not winning, if they're not, then there'll be an issue. But we've talked about it. You know very well covering the Steelers in that division. They have a very talented roster. If, if he can go back and play Deshaun Watson style that he played when the Texans only won four games, but he put up monstrous numbers, they could be a hell of a team. But the, the, the question is, when is he going to get that opportunity? I think road games are going to be challenging for the, for the Browns. But, Ooh, yeah. you know, that's, Ooh, yeah. that, that at some point will fade away. I mean, look, going back to baseball, look at the Houston Astros. They were catching hell for a while for their little cheating scandal. And really, hardly anyone talks about that anymore. Yeah, I think people got over it once they once they got their licks in, and I think enough players also yeah. contributed to that. A lot, a lot of pitchers weren't were, were giving them some stats about it, but it, uh, eventually things do go away. But what doesn't go away is if you're not punished for it. Like the Houston Astros, there there were there was a pushback and be like, hey, but if if someone thinks that you got away with something scot free, it does not go away anytime soon, and it, it keeps coming it keeps coming back at you. So I, I do wonder what happens with the Browns there, and again. We'll see what happens with the quarterback room because Jacoby Brissett is your presumed first guy off the bench if Deshaun Watson does get this suspension. But then where does Josh Rosen figure in? Where does Josh Dobbs figure in? It's going to be a wild situation in Cleveland. We'll keep you updated to this, with that on the Locked On NFL podcast. Also, go check out Jeff Lloyd and Locked On Browns as he keeps you updated with their every day about the Cleveland Browns. Q, thanks so much for doing the show with me every week. It's always fun talking with you, man. We got to get out of here. But let people who can find you, follow you, get more of your work. Man, everything I do, you can always find on Twitter. If it's Locked On Bets, Locked On Raiders, Locked On NFL, at your boy Q254. Again, at your boy Q254 radio shows. You can see all the links, uh, all the guests that I have coming up, everything that I got going on. If you want a little bit of a bet behind the scenes on what's going on with the Raiders here in Las Vegas, again, at your boy Q254. It's all right there. How about you, Chris? I'm Chris Carter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. You can listen to the Locked On Steelers podcast, just like you listen to the Locked On Raiders podcast with Q on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, YouTube, all the places that podcasts are hosted, just like you can listen to the Locked On NFL podcast. Thanks so much for checking out the Friday edition here. If you enjoyed the, the, the show, hit the like button on the video If you on YouTube. If you're watching it on video, please give us a five-star review with a positive comment on Apple Podcasts. That stuff helps out the channel as well. Thanks so much for checking us out. We hope you have a great weekend training camps a lot more teams report next week it's going to be a fun way to start the year we'll see you then and keep you updated with everything on your favorite nfl teams on the lockdown nfl podcast see you then